Hey everybody. So I'm really, really excited that we are here to finally do uh, a preview of the upcoming animation year. We had a great year in 2016. We're looking now at 2017 uh, and uh, we'll be looking at some of the indies, but mainly the, the larger releases. And uh, my friend Tony is here from uh, 22 Tiger Dude. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Hey, everybody. I want to thank Rachel for bringing me on to be on her podcast once again. I was just here, I think, just last month when we talked about the 2016 animated films. And now we're doing a little preview of the upcoming 2017 animated films. So I think that should yeah. be interesting. Thank you very much, Rachel, for bringing me on. Yeah, um, and and I have the chat room open, so if you want to share your thoughts, and uh, we'll try not to um, be too too down on things. I, I I'm not feeling all that positive about this year, upcoming year, but but let's try to try to think of the good sides, maybe about projects. Maybe we can try to find something to be excited about. So. There, there's at least a few. There's at least a few I can be very positive about it. Yeah, like. there we go. That's right. Well, okay. So we're just gonna go through them. It's gonna be fun. And let me get open my little spreadsheet that I have here. Okay. So the first one is actually technically that we're just some of these I'm just gonna mention and then and then others will really, really talk about. Yeah. But the first one I am actually seeing on Saturday at Sundance Film Festival. I'm very excited. Uh, and this is technically a 2016 release, but it's getting a wide release in, uh, in February, February 24th. Uh, we are, it's called My Life is a Zucchini. And it's a indie film, stop motion. And it is directed by Claude Barras. And here's the little summary. Uh, after his mother's disappearance, Courgette, or is befriended, he's known as Zucchini, is by his mother, is befriended by a police officer, Raymond, who accompanies him to his new foster home filled with other orphans his age. At first, he struggles to find his place in this strange, at times hostile environment. Yet with Raymond's help and his newfound friends, Courgette eventually learns to trust and might find true love. So there you go. It currently has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not that many reviews yet, but still, that's good. <laughs> good sign. <laughs> and it does look really, really good. It, it, I have been told that it is not as kid-friendly as you might think by the animation, uh, that it actually is pretty dark and, and um, pretty sad. Uh, not that you can't have things dark and sad for kids, but... That's just what yeah. I've been told is that it's it's pretty intense. So there's that something to look forward to and put on. It's being distributed by G Kids. And so it's getting, I think, a pretty decent rollout. It'll probably be in like 100 or some odd uh, theaters. So you might want to wait and look for that. If it's not playing by you, look for it on, I'm sure it'll be on Netflix. So there you go. And I expect, I would be shocked if it didn't get nominated for Best Animated Film. I'd be really surprised. So, this is the one that got nominated at the Golden Globes, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got nominated for pretty much everything, and uh, it's. Uh, I think Nick Offerman plays uh, the um, what's like Raymond, the police officer. Yeah. In the English dub. 
because I think the original is in French. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So the next, and does that sound interesting at all to you? Yeah, it does. And I actually did watch the trailer for it. And, you know, just based on what I saw in the trailer, I definitely do think it looks very interesting. And it's something I do want to check out mm -hmm. soon. Yeah. All right. So and we only, believe it or not, even with indies, we only have, I think, two non-CG animated films. Three. There's three. <laughs> which is kind of, I guess if you count My Little Pony, which is kind of a middle ground, uh, then there's, there's a, a, the, it's just, this is the only stop motion film this year. Oh, so I know, which is kind of sad, but all right. Uh, so the next one is uh, the big, one of the big ones. And one of the ones I'm at least really excited about, and it is the Lego Batman movie. It, it's released, it's actually released on the 10th of February. So I guess before uh, Zucchini and uh, it's directed by Chris McKay. And the little blib on IMDb is Batman goes on a personal journey to find himself and learn the importance of teamwork and friendship in the hopes of saving Gotham city from a hostile takeover set by the Joker. So, and this has a great cast. It's got Will Arnett, Zach Galifianakis, Michael Cera, Rosario Dawson, and Ray Fiennes. So are you excited about uh, Lego Batman? Oh, heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Batman is my favorite character in the Lego movie, so to actually see him have his own movie is very exciting to me. I could just see I could just see the potential for this to be like one of the funnier animated movies I've seen in a while, honestly. And not just that, but I do think that it just looks very creative. They're gonna obviously be poking fun of Batman, like how many times he's had to deal with his whole parents getting uh, killed and all that. And, uh, you know, just like with the Lego movie, the Lego-mation, I guess you could call that. Yeah. I, it, it's so stunning, the, the way the characters would walk, run, throw. Like, you actually believe that all that stuff is coming to life. So, and, and of course, the voice talent as well has me very pumped for the Lego Batman movie. So, yeah, this is the first animated film of Town 17 I'm actually legitimately excited for. Yeah, me too. I am really, really excited for Lego Batman movie because I'm not that big of a Batman fan. I don't hate it, but like I just don't get as crazy as everybody else seems to get about Batman. I like Superman personally better than uh, than Batman if I had to pick. Because he's and, more hopeful, right? Yeah, and and just I don't know. I just enjoy that kind of character a little bit more than like the dark and brooding kind of character. Well, it should be not dark and brooding when it's not Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. Um, anyway. And so uh, I, I, um, I'm just excited because everyone takes Batman so seriously and it's like this, this huge. And so I'm excited for this to hopefully be like the space balls of batman you know just something that's just making fun of it and taking not taking it so seriously you know the way the space balls made fun of star wars and and how serious everyone takes that and so that's what i'm really hoping for i thought the trailers have been hilarious i loved them and i agree on the artistry because uh, I love that in the Lego movie, just the way that like anytime they'd be in water, you'd see the the, the bricks like come and, and, and 
I don't know, just everything moved and flowed and was so creative. And so I, I hope that it's, it, it's, I hope it's really funny and I hope uh, it, uh, it's, it is also beautiful. And, uh, you know, it's a tough call to live up to the Lego movie. That That's one of uh, the best animated films of the last five years. Oh, uh, did you want me to say any more? No, that's fine. I just, oh, okay. uh, yeah. So um, anyway, okay, well, and yeah, the voice cast, you're absolutely right uh, about the voice cast. I think it's it's really good. So I, I'm more excited for Lego Batman than for Justice League, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I could already just see some of the DC um, fans going, how dare she says that? Yeah, so uh, we have a commenter that says, unfortunately, the water in Lego Batman isn't Lego. True, it's not real, but it, it looks, it has that flow of bricks, I feel like. Yeah. It, it, it looks like it has the feel of stop motion, even though it's not. So, okay. Then on the 24th, the next film is, um, is called... Uh, Tom Blakeney agrees with me. I'm excited to see Lego Batman movie more than Justice League too. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, uh, the um, next movie is called Rock Dog, and this is uh, on the 24th. This comes out of China. This was a pretty popular hit in China last year, uh, and uh, the director's name is Ash Brannon, and it, it's a Chinese company called uh, Man Mandu Pictures. And it's a young Tibetan mastiff who leaves leaves his village in the mountains to become a rock musician in the big city when a radio falls from the sky. So, uh, and I think that this looks harmless, but it doesn't really excite me. I mean, it sounds pretty cliched story, and the animation is is uh, nothing to write home about. Have you heard of this at all? Yeah, I have. I've seen the trailer a couple of times in the theater. I just saw it recently when I went to go see Monster Trucks. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you described it perfectly, honestly. It just looks harmless, but it's not really a movie where I'm all like, oh, my goodness, I'm so pumped to see this movie. Like, I mean, it looks okay to me. I don't think it looks like Norman the North or, God help me, the Nut Job 2, which I also sat through during before Monster Trucks. That's a bit We'll be talking about that coming up. Oh, my oh gosh. yeah, we are. <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't watched your review yet. Was Monster Truck? Was that really horrible? Um, I actually had a pretty fun time with that one. Like it, yeah, it's one cool. of those. It's one of those dumb but fun movies. Yeah. But cool. with Rock, but with Rock Dog, even though I think it's just Anne, I could kind of see there being potential for it to be a good movie because you know it's another one of those stories where it's a character following his dreams and i'm normally a sucker for those kind of stories so if they if if the movie has the right execution i can see it being a surprise but for now i'm just all like i mean it looks okay but a lot of jokes don't really make me laugh and the animation Considering the animated movies we've had today, it really doesn't look that impressive. No, it's definitely low budget. I mean, I'm excited that other countries and others, you know, smaller uh, studios like this are kind of dipping their toe in the and I in the in the race. And I agree that it doesn't look uh, 
as certainly it's it doesn't look like norm of the north or anything it just looks kind of kind of harmless and fun so we'll see how it is so okay next up we're going to talk about one that i have very strong feelings about so this is going to be exciting we're going to talk about boss baby <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh man. So this is the 31st of March, which will, I don't know what I'm, I'm going to have to have like lots of herbal tea and lots of like calming, you know, kind of thing. And I'm determined to go into it. I, I, I'm trying to think of a way that I can like make this fun and try to not, I don't know. I just, I hate, I hate this, this whole concept. I hate it so much and I hate the trailers so much. And, uh, and it's directed by Hendel Butoy and Tom McGrath. It's DreamWorks, which just makes me so depressed because DreamWorks can do great things. They have in the past. And, you know, you just think of, like, films. I'm so depressed because you think of films like Prince of Egypt and Spirits, Stallion of the Cimarron, and, and movies like that, and, you know, that were, like, bold and beautiful and had 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 deep things they were trying to talk about and and here you get you get talking baby movie <laughs> talk me off the ledge is there anything that like there's a potential here that i'm not seeing that you see at all or are you pretty down on it too i'm honestly very down on it like <laughs> Now, just like with any movie, I'll still go in with an open mind, hoping that maybe it'll somehow be one of the biggest surprises of the year. But right now, um, considering the fact I had to sit through the newest full trailer maybe like three times in the theater at this point. Oh my gosh, I, they play that trailer so much. I agree. <laughs> and I feel like it's just to make fun of me. It's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like Rogue, like I came in a Rogue One all positive because I was really looking forward to Rogue One. And I'm all like, oh man, nothing can ruin this day. And the first trailer they play in the whole catalog of trailers is the bus baby. And I'm all like, wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny you mentioned Rogue One because when I saw Rogue One the first time, th there was a guy behind me that when the boss baby trailer, this is true story guy behind me. And he just kept saying, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, for me, I could hear a couple of no. sighs. Like there, there were these, there were these two guys that were sitting behind me at rogue one. And during the trailer, especially once they showed the baby's butt in the trailer, I heard one guy go, Oh God, no. Oh Jesus. No. <laughs> Like, yeah, the, the girls in the chat room, she makes good points. Says, I can't believe DreamWorks canceled the Croods, too, for, for this. I mean, you're just like, what? Not that the Croods is, like, the greatest movie of all time, but I liked it. I thought it was cute, and I thought it, it had some beautiful imagery, and it was a nice family story. And, and, and for a talking baby movie, like, I just, to me, it just seems like something out of sarant live when they're making like a ridiculous movie spoof like or those funny or die or whatever like fake trailers yeah we're gonna have alec baldwin voice a baby that is that is secretly a boss and that is out to get puppies what <laughs> most like, original concept ever 
what? I mean, I, I, I'm trying to find something that will, I mean, I, <laughs> Tom Blakeney does bring up my motto is the secret of happiness to life is low expectations. And I think that if this, nothing will prove that more than <laughs> if I like Boss Baby, nothing. But um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like you have to, man, I'm trying to think of the only, I think the only, I mean, maybe they can pull off a Rugrats. That's the only hope that I have. But at least with the Rugrats, they're still babies. And it makes they're not sense. a boss. <laughs> <laughs> they're still like, they behave like babies, you know, like they're walking around talking pretty much like babies, right? Oh, man. Yeah. Like, at least with Rugrats, it makes sense. But like you said, the whole concept of uh, a talking baby and trying to, like, I don't even know what to say anymore because that trailer, oh, my God, it's absolute torture watching that trailer. And the humor doesn't even work either. Like, like you know, like, they have the cliche, like, the parents believe the babies are being normal babies, but they're not seeing what the kid is seeing. So uh, I really don't know. DreamWorks, you're better than this. Why are you doing this? I, mean, what I am looking like forward to cap. Oh, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just gonna say, do they see baby geniuses and think we've got to tap into that? There's like real nostalgia for baby geniuses. <laughs> oh man, at, yeah. least, at least there's another one this year that I am looking forward to that we'll talk about later from DreamWorks. But oh man, this movie. Yeah, oh, it just man. looks horrible. <laughs> and I, I like even because even like say like look who's talking the first one only the first one the other ones are terrible but the first one is actually pretty good. But again, it's actually a baby like it's not a baby pl playing a boss. Like he's just a normal baby with Bruce Willis's voice. Yeah. So yeah, it's just and and Oscar state Staten in the comments he says and they were two D animated way more charming yeah for Rugrats exactly exactly so yeah that's a total total train wreck at least from everything I can see we'll see um yeah how crazy is that? I feel more positive about Rock Dog than I do about the latest DreamWorks film like what's wrong with this. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be more positive about that over a DreamWorks movie, yet I, I am. I am. Anyway, all right. So <laughs> um, the next film is pretty obscure. Uh, I, th I think it's out of, like, Korea, I think. Um, it's called Spark, A Space Tale. And this is similar to Rock Dog. Um, but I thought it was at least worth bringing up. It's on the 14th of April. And uh, it's just a teenage monkey and his friends Chunk and Vix are on a mission to regain planet Banna, a kingdom overtaken by the evil warlord Zong. And it has Jessica Biel, Patrick Stewart, Hillary, and Hillary Swank in there. So Patrick Stewart really making a name for himself this year in animation. <laughs> We'll oh, talk about man. another one coming up. Oh my god! <laughs> so there's it looks pretty it looks pretty bad, but uh, I don't know it's it's coming. So Spark, I and I feel more positive about Spark as Face Tale than I do about Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why I bring it up. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> we don't have a trailer or anything, so there's not a whole lot to kind of go off on that one. But yeah, um, so. 
the next re release is uh, uh, this is actually on the seventh, so a little before that, seventh uh, of April. The Smurfs, the Lost Village, and we got some more information <laughs> yesterday. They had a Sony Animation Day. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> it was just like the, the the weirdest thing first of all that they like decided to have a whole day like usually you expect something like that on like comic-con or something like that like to have all these releases but no yeah. they want their own their own day and it was just like throughout the course on twitter it was like one horrific thing after another after another and i'm like oh my gosh it just gets worse and worse and so compared to some of their other announcements i'm actually feeling fairly positive about Smurfs the Lost Village, actually. Um, and I hate the two live-action Smurfs. I think they were horrible. And the thing I hate the most about them is that just the constant product placement that they had in literally every shot. You can see Sony products, Sony, 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 Sony. And I just, for kids, that just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I just, ugh. And... But uh, it does have a female director, Kelly Asbury, which is kind of cool. And the the plot, we just found out more about the plot, but it's a mysterious map sets Smurfette and her best friends, Brainy, Clumsy, and Hefty, on an exciting and thrilling race through the Forbidden Forest filled with magical creatures to find a mysterious Lost Village, uh, which we have learned that Lost Village is, I guess, going to be have other female Smurfs that they'll find so that's sort of the the reveal that they had yesterday i guess and uh it's so embarking on they have to find the mysterious lost village before evil wizard gargamel does embarking on a roller coaster journey full of action and danger the smurfs are on a course that leads to the discovery of the biggest secret in smurf history that there are women that's the biggest female <laughs> that they're females that is the biggest secret in smurfs history did you <laughs> Um, so what do you think? Are you a Smurfs fan? Where are you at on Smurfs? Um, as far as the cartoon, I haven't watched too much of it growing up, surprisingly. But for what I saw, it was a fun little cartoon. But those movies, I don't know what they were thinking with those movies. I have a feeling that's the reason this movie is uh, made. I have a feeling this is Sony's way of saying we apologize for those very bad movies. Here's a movie to make up for that. If, if, if Sony's starting on the apology train, I've got a long list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those movies were terrible, especially the first one. I think I hate the first one more than the second, actually. But yeah. this one, I think, just looks fine, to be honest. Like, I'll, I'll give it this. It looks better than the first two, but... At the same time, it's not really where I'm going, wow, this looks good, or this looks fantastic. Like, I, I'm just in the very eh level with this yeah. one. Just because was, I do yeah. like the concept. I do think the concept is very interesting. And I do think if they find a way to make it fun, then I could find myself enjoying this movie. But they have a lot of the humor that isn't, that doesn't really work for me, to be honest. Like, there would be humor where one of the Smurfs is just, like, screaming. Like, the cliche, the Smurf falls down. He's just on the floor screaming when he's not really falling. Like, it just has a lot of humor, to be honest, where I wasn't really laughing. They'll have a butt joke in there, too. So, it's a – I don't really know, to be honest. I'm just kind of in the middle with this one. I do like the animation, though. Yeah. I'm glad that's fully animated, at least. They, Yeah, I'm glad it's fully animated. And I think that they stepped up 
on the animation. It looks brighter. It looks better. It looks more fluid. It just looks better than the previous. I, something about the old, the other Smurfs uh, is I felt like they all looked kind of old and, and, and wrinkly and weird. And, and it just, I don't know, just not cute. They weren't cute enough. And these look a lot cuter. So they, they definitely look like Smurfs the way they should be. Yeah, and it was, it was an interesting thing uh, when I did my uh, Disney. I'm not my um, Disney. When I did my um, Scrooge month, I actually watched the Smurfs Christmas Carol. <laughs> I was very thorough, and uh, and what was interesting because there's a part in there where it goes from 2D animation into the CG animation, and I realized that. I don't mind, I don't have a huge preference over CG animation versus 2D animation, but I do think that bad CG animation is way worse than bad 2D animation. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, cause, cause it was just like, yeah, that when I saw it convert from the 2D to the CG, I'm like, Ooh, like I didn't mind it. It's not like the, the 2D was kind of bad too, but like the CG was way worse. And, and so I, I do feel like, I can tell they made an effort to make it look like look better. It just looks better. <laughs> and so, uh, so Oscar asks in the chat room about the cast, and the cast is interesting. It's Demi Lovato, Mandy Patinkin, Joe Manganiello, Rain Wilson, and they just announced yesterday Julia Roberts hmm. is in it. So that I think she is one of the 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 um or the leader of the village or whatever that they find this like women village. So the cast is completely different from the first two movies. huh? Yeah. Completely different. And so I guess they're all putting that behind it. I mean, I've never seen any of these people in animated films, so <laughs> I, I, I don't know if they'd be good voice actors or not. I have a feeling rain Wilson will be good. seems like he has an animated kind of voice. Oh yeah. So, but I mean, I it's, it's you know Sony and and DreamWorks they always have to puff up all their movies with <clears throat> celebrities when really like I I just I don't understand like is there really anybody out there that's like I was going to go to I wasn't going to go to the Smurfs movie but Julia Roberts man I am there <laughs> <laughs> like is that really like I just don't understand the need to do that. Or I mean, like, or like, uh, I don't want to see this movie, but because Demi Lovato's in it, all right, yeah. I'm there day one. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you convinced me. The only reason I can picture it being a good thing is they can do press and stuff and go on talk shows and things like that and promote the movie. That's the only reason. But it seems like that's hardly worth what they must have to pay for someone like a Julia Roberts for to be in their Smurfs movie. They got to pay her some good amount and. <laughs> Anyway, this is very weird. Uh, and um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and, and the chat room, they just, uh, she mentions that Sony canceled the Popeye movie. Uh, Gendy Tartakovsky, uh, he um, he wanted to do a Popeye movie, and they canceled it. It's like, And I was really looking forward to that. Yeah, so we're getting the Moji movie and Smurfs and but other no fun Popeye. stuff. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so I don't know. At least I feel like they're trying a little bit harder. So that's the only thing I kind of am feeling like, okay, maybe that maybe it might be fun. Maybe. 
I hope so. As long as you're better than the first two movies, because I mean, I can't, I can't, I just can't see this movie being worse than the first two. If you're no. somehow worse than the first two, then that's an epic failure right there. Yeah, there's, yeah, it, it's, it, it would have to be Norm of the North bad, I think. I mean, I hate those Smurfs movies. So Same. anyway, all right. So the next one is your favorite that one you were looking forward to very much is the nut job Two, the sequel that literally nobody wanted. <laughs> like, why are they making this movie? And I don't know how the original made $90 million. What is wrong? With me? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. The first one was awful. It had a completely muddled setting. It had a completely muddled story. Every character was unlikable. The animation was horrible. And it was it was awful. And oh, now we man. get a two. And the little uh, summary we got and we got a um trailer this week. So yay. Um <laughs> And it's Surly and the park animals must band together to prevent Oakton City's crooked mayor from bulldozing Liberty Park and replacing it with a dangerous amusement park. Sounds interesting. (laughs) 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 We certainly have never seen that story before. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. The save the park, save the farm, save the, you know, save the school, save the, like, every year, practically, we get a story like that um, in some way. We got it just, we actually just got it with Sing. It was save the theater. Yep. <laughs> well, a, a lot of stories have something to deal with saving something, I know. Yeah. Say, so seeing like in Home on the Range, it's all about saving the farm because it's going to be foreclosed on and stuff like that. And you've got, you do have the cast back, Will Arnett, Gabriel Iglesias, Jeff Dunham, Catherine Heigl, Maya Rudolph, Jackie Chan, and Bobby Mo- Moynihan are in this. So. Oh, Will Arnett from the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just... I, I, I guess they keep the budget really, really small for these movies, but this thing has disaster written all over it. It's been delayed. It was supposed to come out last year. Now it's finally coming out this year. And yeah. how is it not a January movie? Honestly, I just don't know how it's not. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's not a January movie. And I don't know how it's not just straight to DVD because Sony. Oh, speaking of Sony, they made a um, Surf's Up 2. I didn't put it on this list because it didn't get released theatrically. But that really, really bummed me out because uh, and it, it, they made it with WWE wrestlers as the voices and, and the characters oh, are yeah. like wrestlers. And I'm like, <sighs> but at least they had the, uh, I haven't watched it yet. I watch it sometime when I have the, because <laughs> I love, I really love the first one. I think the first Surf's Up is so sweet and funny and creative and different and uh, so yeah that those are two sequels nobody wanted like i doubt someone came out of the first nut job and went dude that was incredible <laughs> yeah. i yeah. want a nut job too as soon as possible <laughs> we have we have to know what happens to these characters like <laughs> don't leave us in the lurch <laughs> okay oh. yeah so then we have the sad part is is that like the nut job too probably won't even be the worst animated film of the year. 
like in any other year, it would be the worst. But um, uh, so the next film is uh, on June 2nd. It's Captain Underpants from DreamWorks. This is directed by David Soren. And the, the little lib says, two mischievous kids hypnotize their mean high school principal and turn him into their comic book creation, the kind-hearted, elastic, banded Captain Underpants. I know nothing about this series or these books. So are you familiar with them? Sound like you are. Um, like I, I've never read the books, but I do know a lot of people that did read the books growing up and I have maybe just a little bit of knowledge of what the character is all about. Hmm. So you're excited for this. Yeah. I, I would say interested the word for this one. Like uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it more than the boss baby. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I could I could see this honestly being a fun anime movie. Like I've seen a few of the images that DreamWorks released, and I've been impressed with the animation. And I'm all like, oh yeah, that definitely looks like the character from the books. So they do keep the character designs, background designs, all that true to the books, especially from according to my friends. Because because after hearing about a Captain Underpants movie happening, I would even ask a few of my friends how they feel about this, and they said that they're spot on as far as character designs and their personalities go. So, like, there's no trailer, so there's not, like, too much I can really say, but I'll definitely right. say that it, it definitely has my interest, at least. Yeah, I hope we get a trailer soon, uh, coming up soon, because I, 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 just from the image they released, I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like it has a little bit of a aesthetically a little bit of a peanuts movie vibe like the way that it sort of looks sort of flattened but oh, it's yeah. obviously cg it and i like that i think that's that shows a lot of potential i mean just from the the name i'm i'm very not excited about it captain underpants but <laughs> but uh <laughs> but once i saw those images i thought oh this looks kind of cute and and it's true that that people that are fans of the books are very very excited on rotoscopers.com Whenever there's anything posted about it or anything, like there are a lot of fans that are really excited for this film. So I hope they do it right, at least for those those people, so that they get a good movie. And it does have an interesting cast. Um, it has Kevin Hart, Christian Schaal, Nick Kroll, Ed Helms, who is Captain Underpants, and Jordan Peeley is in it. So there you go. I think Ed Helms seems like a good fit. I mean, I don't know anything about it, I guess, but it, I don't know. It just seems like I can picture him. <laughs> Well knowing, him, well, knowing him playing those kind of energetic characters, I can see him fitting that kind of energetic role with this movie. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of the um, uh, Secret Life of Pets of this year. It's kind of that sort of feel to it and kind of success and everything. I don't think, I don't think it'll make as much money as pets, but that kind of feel. Um, so let's move on. So the next movie is on the 16th. This is Cars 3, uh, by, directed by Brian Fee, and it is, of course, Pixar, and here's the little summary. Blindsided by a new generation of blazing fast racers, the legendary Lightning McQueen pushes himself beyond his limits and crashes at the Los Angeles International Speedway, resulting in temporary removal from his racing career to recover from his injury. To get back in the game, he will need the help of an eager young female race technician, Cruz Ramirez, Proving that 95 isn't through yet. He will test the heart of a champion on Piston Cup Racing's biggest stage against his new rival, Jackson Storm. 
So what are your thoughts on Cars 3? <clears throat> this could be a controversial opinion, but yeah. I'm actually really, really excited for this movie. Yeah. Like I, like I actually have this movie in my top 20 anticipated movies of 2017. Nice. Because um, here's the thing. I did love the first uh, Cars movie. I know not too many people were too crazy about it, but I actually did oh, I think like it, it too. was. I actually do think it's just a genuinely great movie with some heartwarming moments to it and yeah. some funny moments to it as well. And Cars 2, I don't hate like a lot of people do. I actually do think that's a fun movie. I don't think it's as good as the first Cars, but I do think for it being just your cheesy spy movie, I guess kind of poking fun at the cheesy spy movies in a way, I took it as a fun animated movie. So Cars right. 2, I actually did enjoy that one. And Cars 3, you know, from what I saw in the trailer that released, I think just last week, um, I, I really am liking where they're taking the movie. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, new versus old and Lightning McQueen being like an old car now. He has to, an old car, he has to deal with the fact that there's a newer car out there that's more faster. And even the trailers, and even, uh, I forgot the name of the character, but she even told him, you may not be as fastest him but you could be think smarter than him and i was like oh wow so he kind of has to like use his own head in order to try to compete against this jackson storm character so it has me really intrigued i'm not gonna lie i that chair that released just gave me that huge adrenaline yeah. i haven't i haven't felt so much adrenaline watching a trailer in a while so honestly i'm honestly more pumped for cars 3 especially with that trailer last week yeah the trailer was brilliant like i i think they should get some kind of advertising award because i knew so many people that were just like this was a joke and cars was just a i mean pixar was a complete sellout and they were very critical of them on this and then they saw the trailer and it was like instantly i've just never seen i can't think of when i've seen such an instantaneous response and positive kind of feeling after seeing a trailer uh, for a movie it was just really dramatic and I think deservedly so. It's a great trailer. It's exciting. The animation's amazing. And then, you know, that bold question, because that's the thing <clears throat> that Pixar always does when they do best is they, they ask a what if question. What if they're, uh, if, if dinosaurs never went extinct, what if toys came alive? What if there really were monsters in the closet? You know, so they have this what if question. What if superheroes had to live in the regular world? Kind of a thing. And what if a rat can cook? Yeah, what if a rat could cook? <laughs> <laughs> and so and I think that, you know, ending this trailer on a and the Cars movies haven't really had that as much the what if kind of question. They've been pleasant diversions for kids, but and they sell like tons of merchandising. Uh, but this to have that question at the end just felt like classic Pixar. It's like, oh yeah. And, um, and you know, you have to kind of, I, I don't want to say you, you turn your brain off for the Cars movies, but you can't overanalyze them too much because they completely, <laughs> like the world is insane. It makes no sense. Like, like why do people die in the Cars world? Like some some cars are repaired and like like in the planes movies, which I understand aren't aren't Pixar. All of a sudden, they don't have a part for Dusty, <laughs> his like oh, one yeah. of his parts, and so he can't be a racer or something anymore. And it's like, well, who decides that? Who decides? <laughs> who decides? Well, we're not going to make this part for this person. Like, 
this, you know, what do they call it? A sentient being. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're not making your parts anymore. Like, there's definitely, like that. <laughs> there's definitely some suspension of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah, uh, in the comments, what if there were emotions in your brain? Uh, yes, that's very true. It, uh, old man could lift a house by balloons. Oh. Love that movie. Um, but yeah, so if you start down that path, it's just like you can't, your brain can't take it. So you just have to accept this is a stupid world of cars and just have fun with the story. And it, it has nice characters. And I like the first one because <clears throat> it's about small town life and it's, and the loss of it. And it's sort of showing that to kids. And I feel like this will kind of sort of be in that same sort of tone that you had in the first one. And I think you'll get way less Mater. I mean, I, I think it's, there's no surprise that we haven't seen any of him in the trailers at all. And I, and I, and if you even look at the IMDB list, Larry, the cable guy's actually pretty low in yeah. the cast list too. Exactly. So <clears throat> I, I, I think that this is going to be kind of cool for Pixar. I think that they're going to kind of, it'll be sort of a little bit of redemption for them. After yeah. Finding Dory was such a big, a big hit for them. So, okay. Then we have, uh, there's always a Pixar versus Illumination battle, it seems like. And this summer we have uh, Despicable Me 3. And this is the 30th of June. Uh, it's directed by, uh, let's see, Pierre Coffin and Kyle Balda. Pierre Coffin is the minion guy. He's the voice of the minions. He's he's Illumination's darling. The guy's a genius as far as marketing and making money. Whether he makes good movies, that's another question. But he's really <laughs> smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so the 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 uh, summary is: Groove faces off against Balthazar Brat, a former child star who grows up to become obsessed with the character he played in the '80s, and gets into some sibling rivalry when he meets his long lost twin brother Drew. And uh, we have new character, all the returning cast, and then we have Trey Parker as Balthazar Brat. So. I, I don't know. What do you? I hated the Minions movie. How did you feel on the Minions movie? <clears throat> um, as far as the Minions movie, I thought it was I thought it was just fine to be honest. Like I didn't really find myself angry watching it, but I also wasn't finding myself enjoying it either. I was just like in the very middle with that one. Yeah, I I just. I just didn't think it was funny. I just didn't think it was funny. And then it had all of this stuff that you're just like, what are we doing? This is so weird. And I don't know. I didn't like it. And, and I feel like there are a lot of, and there was some inappropriate stuff too, which just felt so off putting. And I'm not that big a fan of the Despicable Me movies in general. I don't hate them. They're fine, but I don't like them nearly as much as most people. That's yeah. for sure. And I mean, because I think personally, Megamind was a better movie with a similar concept the same year as Despicable Me. Oh, that's right. And I kind of wish Megamind had been the one to, to like, <laughs> plus the fact that now we see like minion clones in every movie. There has to be some cute little thing. I'm like, ugh. So I kind of, I, <laughs> I sort of like resent them for that too. But I don't know. I just, I just never have gotten that into this series. And, um, 
but I, I do like sort of Gru's interaction with the girls. And I, I think that the minions are much better as sort of side characters, uh, you know, for a few little things than, than the full stars of their show, because the, the movie, it just, the minions movie, it just didn't make any sense. Like they, they're like part of the, like they're, they're in, like you have that whole introduction and then they end up going to villain con and you have like all of these stars that are in the movie for like five seconds. Like Michael Keaton's in the movie for like nothing. And <laughs> just better take the minions to villain con. <laughs> so weird. And, and then they like go to villain con. And I just thought that Scarlet overkill was so boring. And then they're in, in Britain and, and, and long of short, of it it just didn't make me laugh i just didn't think it was funny yeah so you know that's the problem so i don't know how do you think because i feel like i didn't feel like the trailer was as sort of like we're gonna win you back as the cars 3 trailer was i the spickle me 3 trailer was fine but mm -hmm. i feel like there's kind of minion burnout <clears throat> and maybe it's just amongst my friends and people i know but do you feel like this movie is going to do as well as they think? Or do you think Illumination is just, uh, you know, they have golden tickets? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can see this being successful because I noticed with a lot of Illumination movies, they make a lot of profit <clears throat> out of their own movies. Like, look at what was the highest gross anime movie next to Find Dory. It was The Secret Life of Pets. Like, when they released their films, I noticed in the summertime, that's where they make like a huge chunk yeah. of money. So they are well, pretty it, much Disney's next like competitor. Yeah. I mean, it will make, it'll make a lot overseas. I know that for sure, but yeah. I don't know. I don't think it will do as well for them as they think, uh, because I do think people are kind of burnt out on the minions. I think a lot of people didn't like that movie. Um, but, uh, but I did notice that in the trailer, kind of like with Mater, very little minions <clears throat> in the trailer, which I thought was interesting. Oh, and yeah. we do have a comment in the chat where it says, Minions is the second highest grossing animated film. It made more money than every Pixar film. I hate Illumination. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. How that one yeah, goes. I just yeah, hope it's like, funny. Um, just make me laugh. Yeah, like, um, I'm, I was going to say I'm with you. Like, I haven't really been a fan of this series either. I, I did like the first one. I did think the first one was charming and sweet and all that. But then the second one was a massive letdown to me. So mm -hmm. that one that one definitely brought my hopes down. And then Minions um, brought my hopes down too. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like I did, I won't lie when I say that the the newest trailer did make me laugh and all that, but I'm still not going to get my hopes too high with that one because of how disappointing the second Despicable Me and Minions were. So I'm hoping it'll be Despicable Me 1 where I like it. But for now, as much as I did enjoy the trailer, I'm not going to keep it too high. Yeah. Uh, we got a, this looks like a couple comments here. Um, uh, Oscar Stane says, what is it about Illumination that garners them so much box office attention? Uh, I don't know. I, I, they, they, they make junk food. I mean, I, I, like, and I'm saying that in, they're, they're the McDonald's of animation. They know how to make stuff that people like to just consume and that are just empty calories and that, you know, that's. That's I, a very interesting comparison. Yeah. <laughs> like, like. Like DreamWorks is your like Applebee's, and then like, <laughs> and, then, and then Pixar is 
Disney and D- Disney are like up here, you know, and you have like your weird indie stuff over here. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, they just they know how to do it. They know how to make just inoffensive stuff. Well, Minions kind of was offensive, but for the most part, <laughs> they know how to make just kind of bland, easily digestible stuff. Um, that. So, uh, so let's see. Reese says, I'm not a fan of Cars, but Cars 3 looks interesting. I've never seen it. Spickle Me or Minions. Uh, blessed soul. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So the next one is a movie called Blazing Samurai. This is on the 4th of August. It's directed by Chris Bailey, who actually is an experienced Disney animator. He worked on Great Mouse Detective and a bunch of different things. And, um, and it's described as the story ah, the story revolves around a scrappy young dog hank who sorry the story revolves around a scrappy young dog hank who dreams of becoming a samurai and fights to save the town called kakamuchu from becoming a litter box of nefarious of a nefarious feline warlord ikachu who unveils his grand plan to get rid of the inhabitants this is another one out of china uh, or Korea, I'm not sure, out of the out of Asia. And it looks, uh, we only have the the poster, and the poster looks pretty bad. Uh, and uh, But it does have Michael Cera, Samuel L. Jackson, and Michelle Yeoh. I just feel like this feels like a, uh, I feel like this feels like a Kung Fu Panda ripoff, uh, if I've ever heard one. So I'm not, nothing really that excites me about it. Oh, my goodness. Oh goodness! I just saw the po- I just saw the poster because right? I've never seen the because I've never seen the poster before, so I had to look it up right now. Oh man, my eyes! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, someone asked. It's it's uh the warlord is named um Ikachu, not Pikachu. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. Wait, did I almost hear a Pikachu there? <laughs> Yeah, it looks pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. And uh, so, yeah, there's not much to say about that one. Uh, So we'll see. That one will probably, I wonder what kind of rollout that one will get. But um, okay, now we have, um, (laughs) now we have the movie of the year that we're all very excited for. This is the Emoji Movie on the 8th of August to end the summer on a very exciting note. This is directed by Tony Leandus. This is Sony and it's the film will center on Gene spelled G E N E, uh, a multi-expressional emoji who sets out on a journey to become an normal emoji. Here's the crazy thing about the emoji movie. Okay. Is that you think that this is like a boardroom with people, a bunch of Guys at Sony that were like, hey, emojis are cool. Let's make a movie about them. No, that's not what this is. <laughs> no, this is actually, there was a bidding war. Multiple studios wanted the emoji movie. Sony won the rights to make the emoji movie. Can you believe wait, that? Wait, even studios like Disney? I don't think Disney. <laughs> I ha- I hope not. Let's let's hope and pray. It was not Disney, but I I don't know what studios they were, but there was a bidding war. That's how it was reported when they first. It was Sony wins the bidding war. My guess, if I was just guessing, is that it was probably Paramount, 
and uh, and then you know more smaller studios. Uh, but yeah, there was a bidding war for the Emoji Movie. Wow! Wrap your brain around that. <laughs> I want the Emoji Movie. No, I want the Emoji Movie. Hey, no, guys, I deserve it. I'm the one that makes the most money. Give me the Emoji Movie. I I just. Uh... I, you know, like uh, nobody loves Inside Out more than I do. I, that movie is one of my favorite movies ever. I loved it. And, but here's the thing is that those characters actually were pleasant to look at. And, you know, like I, these look horrible. It's like a circle with like these weird, like chopstick legs and, and then these like really weird expressions. Like the, the smiley one looks horrible. And it's just so like, like understand they're gonna have like a meh and gonna have like, you know, you could say, well, is it similar to Inside Out or whatever? But Inside Out, come on. Like they spent a long time <laughs> working on that script and making sure, you know, that it was thoughtful. And I, I, I just, I, you can't compare the two. There's just no. Like, I haven't even seen, obviously, I haven't seen an emoji movie, but you can't compare the two. You just can't. Oh, yeah, and Patrick Stewart is the poop emoji. Like, <laughs> he, I don't know about you. Maybe I grew up in a very sheltered house, but we would not have been allowed, to, unless there was some kind of emergency in the bathroom, we would not have been allowed to use the word poop, like, as a child. Like, we weren't allowed to talk like that. And, like, like that was just, like, we tried to have, I think, more, like, I just can't believe that there's a character. Like, I feel awkward when I say it. But I'm like, that's actually the character's name. I just, I just can't believe it. I'm just, I can't believe that, that like, we have something that is so just, like, even if by some miracle it ends up being good, which would be, like, Party of the Red Sea miracle, it it still represents the absolute worst of the Hollywood system. It, it, it almost is inconsequential of whether it's good or not, because it's just people that are, are, are grasping at to, to copy the genius of somebody else. And, and so you end up with, this is just such an obvious copy of Lego movie and inside out where like Lego movie, you had, uh, you, you had actual like creativity and storytelling and, and, but the, the one girl is such an obvious copy of um, wild style from Lego movie. Like it even has like the, the um, blue streak in her hair, you know, you're just like, Oh my gosh. I don't know. Do you have any hope for this at all? Do you at all? Oh, <sighs> No, honestly, <laughs> <clears throat> and I and I try to be positive here, but um, I hopefully the full trailer will actually be good because that teaser trailer with Meh was so boring. I didn't find any humor in that one. I was no. just so bored. Like uh, I know I keep bringing it up, but it was another trailer that played before Monster Trucks, and I was sitting in that theater so bored. I was all like, oh, come on. Can you play Cars 3 or, hell, even Smurfs The Lost Village? Just not this. This trailer is so boring. So Yeah. And I mean, like you said, the characters, the character designs look kind of awkward, too. Yeah. Well. They look awkward. They look awful. And, and it was too soon to do a trailer like that. 
like if, if if it was like a second trailer and they were like kind of poking fun at themselves but you you can't make a trailer that's sort of self-aware like that until you've sort of sold people on your concept at least a little bit or tried to you can't poke fun at yourself when people don't even know what you're poking fun at really you know what i'm saying yeah it was too early and and <clears throat> it just yeah it wasn't funny it just and they didn't even make it look like it looks like a the meh. It looks like a lemon. It looks like a <laughs> lemon Donald does. Trump. Oh it's got God. like the fluffy hair. It's and it, it, it. I thought it was a lemon at first. I thought it was a lemon emoji when I did my trailer reaction. I was like, oh, it's like a lemon. Then they're like, oh no, it's meh. And you never. That's never very good when a character has to introduce them that way, themselves that way in the trailer. Like just tell us the story of what you're gonna do, instead of um anyway yeah. yeah it was a total train wreck one of the worst trailers i've ever seen i don't, i hated the boss baby trailer but uh but i think i'm harder on that because it's dreamworks uh and uh, because they can do such great things i've never had seen great things from sony it's funny how you bring up Donald Trump because Alec Baldwin voices the baby that kind of looks like Donald Trump, <laughs> and he also played Donald Trump in SNL. Yeah, that's true. I just find that kind of interesting. <laughs> um, let's see here. We got some. Uh, yeah, Oscar says at least with Lego Movie they were making fun of Wild Size hairstyle. Sony is serious with it. That is exactly is exactly right. That's not and. Good. I, I just, I have not been a fan. I know a lot of people like the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs movies. I don't care for those films. I just haven't really liked any, like probably the one I like, I liked Open Season. I thought that was kind of fun. But that's probably my favorite Sony movie, which is kind of crazy. So, like, it's not like that's great, but I had fun with it. Okay, so the next movie, let's definitely get that out of our mouth. And... <laughs> We're going to talk about the Lego Ninjago movie. This is on the 22nd of September, directed by Charlie Bean. It's Warner Brothers. And the, the story is six young ninjas are tasked with defending their island home of Ninjago. By night, they're gifted warriors using their skills and awesome fleet of vehicles to fight villains and monsters. By day, they're ordinary teens struggling against their greatest enemy, high school. So, uh, and it's got Dave Franco, Michael Pena, Fred Armiston, and more. Does this excite you at all? Do you like this? Um, not really. I mean, <clears throat> I like the voice cast, but especially um, after that short that played before Storks, I hated that short so much. So I was like, you know what? I'll give this a bit for the dumb. I watched that short. I'm all like, ah, well, now it's going to be harder to have hope for this movie after yeah. that short. So Yeah, the short was really bad. It definitely it definitely tampered, dampened my, uh, my expectations for the Lego Ninjago. And I told, somebody told me that I guess it's a different studio that did the short or different animator team or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's still... That's all I have to really go off of at this point. So maybe a trailer will come out and I'll, I'll, you know, it'll really blow my mind and I'll be really excited. You know, that'll change my opinion. But as of now, and this, 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 the story just sounds really generic. You know, it's just a, it's hard to imagine those little, little ninja, ninja Lego characters going to high school. What really? 
This is a part of the storyline. Yeah, it's, it says by day they're ordinary teens struggling against their greatest enemy, high school. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a Power Power Rangers, but with Legos and ninjas. So I will say it, it will be interesting to get two Lego mated movies in. Yeah. In one year, I'll say that. Yeah, it definitely will be, and it reminds me of uh, you got to check out the uh, <laughs> the the Ask a Ninja review of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> it's hilarious, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, if ninjas made a pirate movie, that would be a great movie. <laughs> oh, I think I saw that. <laughs> ninjas don't just amble about doing bad Keith Richards impersonations; they get the job done. <laughs> So, I don't know why that just made me think of it with Lego Chuck. <laughs> um, okay, so there we go. Yeah, seriously, somebody's asking what? Yeah, check out Ask a Ninja Pirates of Caribbean review. It's hilarious. You'll laugh your head off. Um, all right. So the next film is in October, October 6th, and it's My Little Pony, the movie. And this is directed by Jason Thiessen, and he is the supervising director of the animated series, so that's kind of encouraging. This is Hasbro, and the, the plot is, in order to stop a threat to the town of Ponyville, the main six, Twilight Sparkle, Applejack, Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Fluttershy, and Rarity, must leave Equestria meeting new friends and overcoming challenges in the process. And they have the whole original cast back, plus uh, plus they have Kristen Chenoweth, Emily Blunt, Michael Pena, and more. Michael Pena is like showing up in all of these uh, movies. But I'm actually kind of excited about this. I like the My Little Pony series a lot. I think it's really well done, especially the first three seasons. Uh, the animation is beautiful. And I'm excited that I understand that this, this is still computer animation but it has a two it's certainly 2d it's going to be the same artistic style of the show and that's kind of refreshing for an animated major studio release to not have the sort of the cg 3d kind of look to it mm -hmm. which i like and i just hope it's good i hope it has a good story and i thought i hope it's it's uh, it's cute and um so i don't know uh, do you have any thoughts on my little pony uh yes i do actually because i Coming from a guy, I actually uh -huh. did watch that. I actually do watch that show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you a brony? I guess you could say, yeah, I am. Like, there's Sweet. just there's just something about the show. Like, I don't know if it's because of how likable the characters are, the animation, or you know, the life lessons they'll give in each episode. But yeah. it's honestly a show that I surprisingly really enjoyed. So me too. Yeah, guy that likes My Little Pony. What a surprise. But yeah, I'll say with that being said, I actually am interested in the movie. Now, when you say uh, 2D, like it's going to have the same uh, animation style as a show, but they're going to use computers to do it? Well, it, they'll use computers to make it. So it'll look glossier, it'll look, it'll look, uh, but it'll still have the same. Uh, it's, they, they'll use Flash, basically, uh, or a variation of Flash to make it. But, oh, okay. So it, it'll it'll just look, it's kind of like the difference between the Simpsons movie, artistically, and mm -hmm. the show. Like, it still looks the same, just a little little brighter and glossier so I, and nicer. I guess, 
I guess to make it look more theatrical. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to describe it. So I'm actually that that makes me happy because we haven't had a 2D major studio release since 2011, since Winnie the Pooh. Oh, uh, technically the SpongeBob movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they tried to pretend it wasn't <laughs> with all that out of water stuff. Oh yeah, the last third. The like last that was one of the most minutes. deceptive trailers I have ever seen. <laughs> Like it's it's such a small part of the movie is the out of water part. Yeah. And you'd think from the trailer like it was a huge and even making it the name like it's just it's like they were embarrassed the fact that it was 2D. Yeah, like but, like I didn't I didn't mind it being mainly 2D, but the fact that they market it to be 3D for most of the movie, yeah, I could give you that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. It was so weird. Um, yeah, Oscar says I think the My Little Pony movie has a shot of being the big surprise of animated films this year. The fact that it looks like 2D animation is very reassuring. Top expectation, uh, expect is an Oscar nomination. With, I mean, let's be honest. Like, what did what did the competition? Uh, <laughs> I think My Little Pony has a big chance. <laughs> I mean, I think it has a better chance than Moji Movie or Boss Baby or the Lego you know. Ninjago. Yeah, I mean, it, it'd be interesting to see if Cars Three gets a nomination. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel like the only one that's a lock is Coco, but anyway, I, I feel like it has a really good chance if it's solid, if it's creative, if it's fun, uh, and um, I, you know. So we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes uh, on that front. But I just hope it's entertaining and it, that it 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 satisfies fans of the show, which I am one, and that I um, but also is entertaining for kids as well. Same uh, here. So okay, let's keep going. Uh, the next one is uh, the and I do agree that I think it has the chance of being sort of the big surprise. That and Cars Three, I think those are the two that really could surprise people if they're good. Um, so the next one is Coco, and this is on the 22nd of November. This I'm very, 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 very excited for. And um, this is directed by Lee Unkrich, who lasted Toy Story 3, and of course Pixar. And it's Coco follows a 12-year-old boy named Miguel, who sets off a chain of events relating to a century-old mystery, leading to an extraordinary family reunion. So it's all about Day of the Dead, the kind of things. It's a musical, I guess. Or it'll have songs. The characters sing songs, which sounds awesome. First time. So, so kind of, so kind of has the fashion of like the Book of Life. Yeah, and that some people are like, oh, they're just copying Book of Life. I think that's the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard. Like, how many Christmas movies are there? Can we only have one <laughs> every every five years? We can only have one Day of the Dead movie. Like, whoa, <laughs> out of control, man. <laughs> I mean, we had like five Christmas movies like last year. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> uh, and the director—I forget the Ramirez, I think is his name. Uh, the director of Book of Life. I saw him on on Twitter or whatever. He was like, "That's fine with me. Uh, no problem. I have no problem with it at all." So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do hope that maybe it'll encourage people to go back and look at Book of Life because I do think that's an underrated, uh, lovely little film. Uh, oh, it has agree. some story problems, but I really enjoyed it. And um, Jorge Gutierrez is, is his name. 
and yeah, so he's been supportive of it. And I really like that they're getting a all Latin cast. They're not going to make the mistake that Kubo and the two strings, unfortunately, that turned some people off of that movie. Um, but they have Gail Garcia Bernal, Benjamin Bratt, uh, Renee Victor, all um, making uh, voice acting. And, and one of the things that did annoy me about Book of Life is that I hated the fact that they had to have a white woman telling the story that they start in that museum. Oh like, yeah. Why does Hollywood always do that? Why do they always have white people telling a, a, a ethnic story? Like, you know, whether it's glory or whether it's, uh, I don't know. I just feel like there's lots of examples of, of that, you know, where it's like, we don't need your sort of little like side, side white guy to like introduce us or the helper. I mean, I like, I like these movies fine, but, um, you know, it's like, just let them tell their own story. Like have anyway. someone with the, like have someone else with another ethnic to tell the story. Yeah, just I mean, just no, just have the people them. Like there was no reason in the Book of Life why the the gods couldn't have told been the narrators. There was no reason to have that museum. Yeah. With Christina Applegate narrating the Latin story. <laughs> <laughs> So that was my only issue with that movie, but it's it's still really good. And so I hope that I hope that they will just like 100% embrace this background and this story, and that the songs will be really good, and it'll just be a really special film. Because everybody's always complaining about it's so funny because people are like, oh, Pixar, they only making sequels, 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 and it's like we just got one last year. We just got two originals last year. We're getting Coco this year. And and then, or we got two originals two thousand in two thousand fifteen, and then we get and then Finding Dory, which pretty much everyone loved and was the biggest movie of the year, and then we have uh, this this original story here in Coco. You know, it's just like I uh, I don't know. I don't want to hear it. So I don't know. Are you excited about Coco? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> This is definitely one of my most anticipated movies. Um, uh, as far as movies just in general and anime movies in general, I'm very excited for it. And I can't wait once the trailer finally comes out, which I'm going to predict probably won't release until once Cars 3 comes out. Yeah, I feel I like so. they'll start. I feel like they're going to start releasing the trailer for Coco once that movie comes out. But, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it does sound very interesting. Like you said, it does have that the book of life aspect, like where they're dealing with the day of the dead and uh, hearing those kind of stories is always fascinates me. And I do like that they're getting like an all Latino cast to do the voices. And from those images that Pixar released, I was blown away with just mm -hmm. the animation, the details and the characters. Like it actually looks very unique for a Pixar animated movie. And the fact that's apparently going to be a musical for which if anyone knows me, I am a huge sucker for the musical genre so that just adds more of my excitement level right there so while there's not too much to say i could definitely say i'm on board for coco bring it yeah. on pixar <laughs> i feel the same way exactly totally agree and this in the comments that uh um that it'll probably win academy award i just can't imagine i mean anything else unless they were to break tradition and give it to an independent or an anime or something like that that we don't know about I just don't see any of these even being close, but who knows? Life is unpredictable, so we, we don't know. But it looks true. very, very, very good. And I do love uh, 
um, Gail Garcia Bernal. He is in this show called Mozart in the Jungle. And it's a very soapy show about these, uh, the symphony and sort of the uh, the secret goings on, and and uh, and it's kind of like Grey's Anatomy, but with a symphony. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. I like it. I enjoy it. It's on Amazon. Oh, nice. So he's he, and I just think he'll be great in this, like his voice and he he has singing experience, and so I'm excited about that. All right, next film is. The Star, and this is the t the t 8th of December. It's directed by Timothy Record. We got some more information about this yesterday from Sony Animation Day. <laughs> their, their day. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, this is going to be a, a, a Christmas movie. It's And it's a small, brave donkey named Bo yearns for a life beyond, beyond his daily grind at the village mill. And there was a side of me. Have you ever seen the um, uh, Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey? No, I haven't. <laughs> Stop motion. You got to see it. It's really funny. It's it's like the most, like, <laughs> it, it, it's the most, like, I don't know, like, just the character just gets, like, beat up and, and like, told he's horrible. And it's just like, this is for kids? Like, it's so relentlessly, like brutal that like it's actually really hilarious just because it's just taking itself so seriously and it's called the Star along your donkey <laughs> oh now now i have to watch yeah that immediately. <laughs> it's really funny and they have like nestor and he's like well those rankin bass shorts are just so like crazy and weird and, and nestor is one of the weirdest of all of the shorts and so when they announced this i couldn't help but think of think of poor nestor and so but this is Bo. And he yearns for the life beyond his daily grind at the village mill. And um, they have in this cast, they have Kristen Chenoweth, Christopher Plummer, Stephen Yen, Tyler Perry, and Oprah is going to be in this. So oh, wow. there you go. And yeah, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about, about the star? Um, I just heard about it literally just yesterday. Um, there isn't like too much I can say, but I do like the cast that's in here. Um, you know, like like I'm looking at the cast right now, like what you said, Kristen Chenoweth, and then Anthony Anderson, Zachary Levi, Keegan-Michael Key, Gio Rodriguez, Tyler Perry's in here too. Like there's a lot of really talented people here. Gabriel Iglesias, so. And you said it was a Christmas movie, so hearing the fact that it's a Christmas movie honestly has me interested because there's nothing I look forward to more than a nice, good old Christmas movie. Yeah, exactly. And on their website, it says, on his journey, he teams up with Ruth, a lovable sheep who has lost her flock, and Dave, a dove with lofty aspirations, along with three wisecracking camels and some eccentric stable animals. Bo and his new friends follow the star and become accidental heroes in the greatest story ever told, The First Christmas. So I, I do feel like it's like Sony's way of being like, we're sorry about Emoji Movie. We'll make a Christmas movie. Like, it's all we'll like a it. movie about Jesus. Like, who can not like that? It's all like, if you hate Emoji Movie, don't worry. We will get you guys to love us with the star. <laughs> We'll get you on our good side because we're gonna make a movie about Jesus. 
So anyway, all right. So let's keep going on the star. Okay, then the 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 uh, the next one is on the twenty second. This is Blue Sky's only entry for the year. It's called Ferdinand, and we really don't know much about this movie. Um, we just know that it's a bull who would rather smell flowers than fight in the bullfights. It, it is in the middle of a bull ring, and I guess it's a children's book of some kind. And uh, so we don't know cast. We don't know anything. So there's really not a whole lot to say on that one for Ferdinand. But I hope it's good. I, I, I like, I mean, I'm hoping that Blue Sky can kind of redeem themselves after Ice Age Collision Course. I was just about to say that. <laughs> like Fresh Avocado says, Jesus and emojis sums up 2017. <laughs> 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 I love it. All right. Okay. So then there's only two other indies we're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about one called The Breadwinner. And this is by out of Cartoon Saloon, which is the same studio that made Song of the Sea and Secret of the Kells and things like that. And um, this is sometime this summer. We don't know when. And it's directed by Nora Tuomi, I guess. And it's uh, after her father, Nurula, is unjustly arrested, Parvana, a girl in Taliban-controlled Afghanistan, must dress as a boy so she can work to support her mother, Fatima, and her sister, Soria. And this is hand-drawn animation. This is, like, the only film <laughs> that we really talked about that's hand-drawn animation. Uh, and uh, aside from... Yeah, we had My Life is a Zucchini uh, for um, stop motion. But The Breadwinner, this looks, I think, beautiful. The, the animation I have seen looks looks really stunning. We haven't seen a trailer yet, but I love Cartoon Saloon's movies. I think they're so good. And so I'm really actually quite excited for this one. Uh, I think it'll be really beautiful. So, uh, Yeah, I'm looking at the poster, and I actually agree that Wow, does the animation just look really breathtaking? And I've only seen Song of the Sea out of the um, you know filmography, but I I love Song of the Sea. I thought that was just an absolutely beautiful animated movie. It's my favorite animated movie of 2014. So you too. I, so I look forward to seeing what they could bring to Breadwinner. And based on the storyline that you uh, brought up, it does sound like a very interesting animated movie. Yeah. Me too. I love Song of the Sea. It just spoke to me. I, I when I saw it, I I literally just like sat in the theater for about ten minutes after and just like I don't know. I was just crying and just like it just hit me like just the little Ben saying goodbye to his mother. I just found so beautiful. Oh and, man. Yeah, and the animation and the music and and uh, I just love it. So yeah, I'm with you there. And so I, I think uh, this is kind of cool that it's going outside of their sort of sweet spot with the Celtic lore and everything. And this is in Afghanistan. It's a story that uh, we, we, I've never seen an animated film set in the Middle East like this. So I think it has a lot of, uh, a lot of potential. So then the last movie we're talking about is a movie called Loving Vincent. This is a really cool, at least has potential to be a really cool movie. Um, and it's about Vincent Van Gogh, and uh, it's directed by Joroto Kobiela. I'm so bad with names, but this was actually started on a Kickstarter, uh, which is cool. And the the film is made up of uh, 
that sixty that the film sixty five thousand frames is an oil painting on canvas, and that they had to they had to use one hundred and fifty different painters creating these sixty five thousand frames, and which is super cool of this Van Gogh kind of art. And I've never heard of anything like this, and so. I am I'm really curious to see what it ends up being. All we know is a poster. We haven't we don't really know anything else. But uh I think it'll uh, I think it'll be cool. Yeah, same here. Um wow, that's definitely something I haven't heard of before. Like <clears throat> yeah, the animation definitely sounds um very unique for what you're used to seeing in other animated movies. Just hearing yeah. that alone definitely right. makes me want to check out this movie. Yeah. So they are asking in the chat room, do you have any, what are your um, upcoming Oscar predictions for best animated uh, film for two, the 2016? What do you think it'll end up being? Hmm. That's kind of a tough one, but. It is, because there were a lot of really good films this year. And so I think it, I think Kubo and Zootopia are locks. I think those are going to, if, it would be a huge upset, I think, especially if Zootopia didn't get nominated. It would be Lego movie big, I think, maybe even more so. And, oh, yeah. And then, so I think Kubo, Zootopia, and I think it'll either be Dory or Moana. I don't think both of them will get nominated. I think one of them will. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dory made all the money and people really liked it. And it is good. It's very good. But Moana, I think, is more artistically ambitious. And it's a little, uh, you know, so it's kind of where, and it has the music and the songs. And, you know, it just depends on, on where they kind of try to go with it. Um, and so... Um, for, for me, I can see, I could see Zootopia. I'll say Moana. I have a feeling that they might not go with Frank Dory. I think they're going to nominate Moana over Dory. So I'll say those two. I'll go ahead and say Kubo. I have a feeling they'll nominate My Life as a Zucchini. And I think they'll choose another, you know, foreign animated movie to go in that category. I really hope it'll either be... A, for, Fresh Avocado just said a red turtle. I really hope it'll either be the red turtle or your name. Your name is a um, anime film that just like taking uh, Asia by star it was my favorite movie of, of 2016. It's so good. And uh, it deserves to be nominated. It's so cre creative and beautiful. And uh, it's uh, just, it's funny. It's just got everything that you could want in a movie. So I hope, I hope your name gets nominated. I'd be so happy if it did. I love the red turtle as well. So I hope that one of those will get that spot. And the Academy has shown themselves to be an advocate of small indie films for animation. So I think there's a really good chance of either of those getting the spot. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and I think that 2017, I just, I, I, I would pencil, if I was a, if I was going to make a bet, I would bet money on breadwinner and Coco getting nominated i think those are the clear favorites for getting nominated i could definitely see that already and yeah. we're and we're not even at the 2017 oscars yet <laughs> right <laughs> so anyway so that's interesting and um i don't know did did talking these through did it just make you more depressed or are you feel are you feeling optimistic about the year <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm looking at the list you gave me on Twitter, and I think my heart just dropped right now. 
man. Oh, well. It's such a bummer, too, because last year was so good. And I just so, I just want to say, Town 17, please don't be a crappier for animated movies, please. I, I, I think that... <laughs> Oh, it's going to be tough for it not to be with this lineup. But hopefully there'll be some really big surprises, something like a Ferdinand, you know, that we don't know much about or or that it'll really come out and surprise or uh, or that, you know, maybe Cars 3 or, or something like that. Like, how crazy is that, that we're, like, pinning hopes on, like, oh, I hope Cars 3 is good. <laughs> I notice it's mainly the – I notice it's mainly, like, the Pixar movies we're relying most of our hope on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all hail Pixar! All hail. Um, yes, yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Let me kiss your foot. <laughs> and Captain Underpants—that could be a pleasant surprise. Oh yeah, uh, that one too. Pony. Um, you know, Lego Batman. I, I hopefully will be good. So, but anyway, so it's interesting. You, you know, you win some years, you lose some, and we forget. Like I, I always try to remind myself that, like in the '80s, there were years where we didn't get anything. A single oh, yeah. animated film the whole year. <laughs> so, like, the fact that we're getting Lego Batman and Coco and you know all these things, like, we should we should be a little bit uh, uh, a little bit in a way kind of grateful because and it's and it's nice that we're kind of start we're starting to get animated movies to come out in December again because before seeing animated movies haven't really been coming out in December, so I'm glad they're doing that again with this year too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We're really getting them all year, all year long. So, all right. Well, where can people find you? You guys can find me at youtube.com slash 22tigerdude. If you guys want to follow my Facebook page, facebook.com slash 22tigerdude. Twitter at tigerdude22. Instagram at 22tigerdude. I know I have so many. And Snapchat at tigerdude222. Cool. And I uh, I have some of those at least. I'll, I'll try to get all of them on the <laughs> on the description. I am also available at 54 Disney Reviews and at Smiling LDS Girl on all social media. You want to make sure, yeah, you're following me on Snapchat and Instagram and some other things because I'm going to be going starting on uh, Saturday going to the Sundance Film Festival and all week, I'm going to see 11 films. I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. And uh, so you want to kind of, and I haven't decided how exactly I'm going to cover it for my channel or my blog or how it'll make it all work because it's a lot of movies to kind of cover. But I'll figure out something. So it should be really fun. But make sure you're following me on social media and you'll enjoy that. And also you get to see my uh, my pain. You, you all like to see me in pain. I know you do. And uh, so you'll be able to see me in pain watching some of these movies like Boss Baby. <laughs> so, so there's some, some enjoyment <laughs> out of that for you, right? So Yeah. <laughs> we all know how much Rachel's anticipating the Boss Baby. Yeah, exactly. So, well, thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Even if uh, we're not super excited, it was fun to talk about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> Even if we're not exactly always enthusiastic it's still fun to just talk about them at least yeah for sure so all right well thanks so much guys and thanks for the, everybody in the chat room it was a lot of fun uh, talking to you as well so we'll see how animation treats us uh, lego lego batman is coming up